very different on a phone. We're all gay. Queer, queer, queer. So fucking gay. So fucking gay. We're all so fucking gay. We're. What if I never press got it? Does it not start recording? What if I never press it? The booze? It's booze o'clock somewhere. It's 1.16 in the afternoon, and this is my second. Congratulations. Thanks. It's like wow. five, five here and I'm, Thanks, I'm like I having to Yeah, I'm sorry. I hope <laughs> things improve. <laughs> this is empty. They this won't, empty. but I thank you. Anything. Um so <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome <laughs> to our Omnibilateral Panic live. L- live, live live and in person. Live and in person. We uh, might as well Tony live out at all. <laughs> we thought we would just geek out and be theater nerds for you for a little bit so we're broadcasting from rome in person we all came here (laughs) we did from the coliseum we did i love Mm -hmm. the coliseum i love it digital backgrounds that look like our usual places yeah we but we took (laughs) we went all the way to rome to green screen our own rooms behind us and we're actually right next to each other too (laughs) Yeah. But we have but we have the we have the audio equivalent of horse blinders <laughs> so that we don't we don't audio bleed. But I'm touching you, you both so with my much. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Just reach across the reach across Shoot. the aisles. My my thing's too wide. You have no you can do you can show off your guns, Cameron. <laughs> yeah, show us your guns. There they are. <laughs> You're welcome, Internet. Uh, anyway, here's that theme song. Oh, here we go. Welcome to Omnibilateral Panic, the show where three theater kids continue to force friendship after all these years. <laughs> I would I would like to I would like to amend it to a devised friendship. <laughs> to go along with the theater aesthetic today. Uh, to go along with the theater aesthetic. A devised friendship. I mean, that's true. But a devised I mean, friendship okay. initiative. I adore you both so much. Thank you for doing that. I adore this. you. Sometimes a I con- forget that you wrote the theme song and then I hear it and I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should tell Thank someone. You. We should tell <laughs> we someone. Should tell tell someone. my agent, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do you have an agent, Cameron? <laughs> no, I'm working on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get you one. Okay, as soon as great. as soon as you get one, I'll tell them. <laughs> Excuse me, agent. Excuse me, did you know that Cameron wrote this theme? Let me play Un- it for you. Unnamed agent. <laughs> let me let me play this shit. Let me okay. sing it for you. Beep, boop, beep, hold beep, on, beep. hold on. <laughs> I do have a jazz arrangement, actually. Oh, what? I do. <laughs> We've never used it. That's no. season two. That's season two, baby. That's season two. In the elevator I'm... sound cue, it's oh, part Liza's of the jazz. Here. It's part of the she is here. <laughs> we haven't heard we haven't heard Liza before. 
but in the nerdy <laughs> elevator in uh-huh. the nerdy elevator one it's actually our theme but the jazz elevator music version oh that's amazing oh my god i'm oh learning easter god. eggs about my own podcast <laughs> Oh like. my god. It's a Tony's miracle. <laughs> it's a Tony's miracle. <laughs> Happy Tony's. Happy, Happy Tony's, Tony's everyone. It is soon going to be the most sacred day of the year for theater kids. And it's going to be unprecedented because nothing is written. I yeah. I am so fucking excited. I was excited anyway, but now it's like, what's gonna happen? We have no I know. Yeah. I, it's it part of me like the I'm very conflicted because there's a camp. The camp queen in me really wants to watch this dumpster fire of a Tony's presentation. <laughs> but I think but I think it I think in solidarity the other part of me is in solidarity with the writers guild should have just fucking held off on this. Like reach yeah. your deal, get these writers paid because otherwise we don't have a show. Everybody's like, "Oh, we don't if, if we don't do the Tony's, nobody's going to see shows." Well, if you don't pay your writers, nobody's going to see nobody's going to have shows. So right, what are we right. <laughs> But well, and, I mean, it's it's you know. even more complicated because it's like the television writers are getting hosed. Theater writers have been making it fine because they, yeah. you know, the Writers Guild has been around forever. The Theater Writers Guild and the Dramatist yeah. Guild have been around for forever and have sure. very specific right. things that have always been upheld. And so like, you know, it's just, it's, it's gross. It's, it's complicated. It's, but as I said, I'm full of contradictions because I'd also love to see what sort of horror has been wrought with no writers <laughs> like and, i don't know and to just yeah. see some of these performances again because sure it's truly a legendary season or for the first time if you're me yeah <laughs> i missed a lot of stuff i'm i'm coming in i'm kind of flying blind here i'm coming yeah. in <laughs> i love it i can't wait so speaking of which i was going to ask officially what shows have you seen this season that are nominated um I've seen very little. I actually don't know if uh, Parade's been nominated, I'm sure, yes. right? Okay. Um, I even don't even know the nominations. Um, I've seen Parade <laughs> yeah, and this... Sweeney Todd. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Cool. Tessa? I saw, um, oops, I'm going to do that thing where I described the show because I can't remember <laughs> the name of it. Um, the one about the brothers, um, it's, a st- it's a straight play. Leopoldstadt? They're... What, sorry? Leopoldstadt? Stop. nope sorry they're black and it's and they oh, oh um fat ham fat ham oh i did see fat ham but no sorry i'm thinking of a straight play where it's just the two brothers they're the only ones on stage it finished uh, up in so like maybe january between rivers nope so I, maybe it's not nominated i hope it's got to be nominated it was so incredible the so... both of the both of the actors are nominated i'm sure of it Okay. Um, Best actor for a play. In straight plays. Looking right now. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's about like the, oh, uh, the game, the street game. Top yes. Dog Underdog. I saw yes. Top Dog Underdog. Um, I saw, I don't oh. think it's nominated, maybe unless it's like for it's set design or something. But revival. I, yeah, that is, sorry. I'm thinking of other things I might have seen. Um, top dog underdog. I mean, those one of those two have to win it. They were insane, so good. And I saw the Audra McDonald show. Ooh, yep. Uh, the one woman show. So you're gonna be. Our I play saw. Expert. Yeah, it turns out I saw a lot of plays. I saw most of the Oscar Isaac, Miss Maisel play, <laughs> at BAM. 
We all know the one, uh, the yep. sign in Sydney Brewstein's window. Yes. Um, I saw, yeah, I saw Fat Ham, and I saw the the comedy one from the UK because my friend was ading it. Nice. Um, the one that's like, oh no, Peter Pan gone wrong. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that stuff. Uh, I love thing. that. I love that rewrite. We need to have a play that's just called "Oh No," <laughs> Peter Pan. Yeah, it's and there called, may be oh, others no, that I saw, oh, and I just Pan. forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah. If there's any others, I've just forgotten them. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll remember. You saw a lot. That's you fantastic. Did. Yeah, and there, you saw yeah, the I saw pretty good. Because I saw yeah. the two best revival nominee nominees, Sweeney Todd and Parade, and I saw two of the best musical nominees, Kimberly Akimbo and Some Like It Hot. But that's it. I want to see Kimberly Akimbo. I still it's haven't. I know so it's going to be insane uh, post Tonys to get I, to see I it. I hope so. I hope so. But I saw the play you. years ago. Did you really? Wow, yeah. that's cool. It was at. It, it started at South Coast Rep, which is um, uh, what? Not, which so is not sense. near me, but I near enough. <laughs> Could like that's take a so drive. cool. Yeah, it was because like. I read the play a couple of days ago just because I was curious about the adaption because that's my nerdy yeah. mind. And it was like, this is really interesting what they did. Yeah. And like, I love interesting. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things that I've ever seen ever. So I know that's what everyone says. That's why I really want to see it. <laughs> uh, but speaking of which, I just thought we could go through and do our best uh, theater kid guesspert yeah, <laughs> thoughts yeah. on what's going to happen. So Let's do in it. order yeah. of how they were announced, Best Book of a Musical, Anne Juliet by David West Reed, Kimberly Akimbo by David Lindsay Abair, New York, New York by David Thompson and Sharon Washington, and Shucked by Robert Horn. Oh, and Some Like It Hot by Matthew Lopez and Amber Ruffin. Those are the nominees. Best book. Yep, best book. I, I oh, go ahead, Tessa. No, I'll, you, please. I, I can, I, I'm only going to put this out there. I don't want to be, you know, uh, I don't want to be disrespectful of work, but I also uh, am a am a am a bitchy theater kid. <laughs> I I have heard I have heard nothing but bad things about New York, New York. <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I but everybody I've uh, everybody that's gone and seen it is like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah, that's too bad. Sure. Um, I think Kimberly Akimbo will probably take best book. I've I've had I've heard mixed reviews from Shucked. I've heard that it's incredibly funny but has nothing happening, and I've heard that it's terrible. So I don't know. Yeah, right. I've heard um, mixed. Some like it hot was wonderful, but I don't know if it. Well, and actually, Anne Juliet is such an interesting. I wish I could have seen it. Y'all know anything about that? I know. I want to. I don't know yeah. anything about it. Okay, I've only so heard really good things. So it is. Yeah. They wanted to do a what is his name? It's Max Martin. I think. Yeah. They wanted to do a Max Martin jukebox musical, who it turns out has written like almost as many number one hits as Lennon and McCartney, but like over the last. So like, mm. think boy bands all the way up to, you know. Katy Perry and Gaga, and he's, he's so it's, like so it's like wow. things. So, so it's like Motown for us, kind of. But <laughs> then it's the story of how um, Shakespeare's wife Anne Boleyn pitches that what if Juliet doesn't die at the end of Romeo and Juliet, and so it's her pitching to Shakespeare, but also that play playing out in real time to these sons of our youth. And Anne Hathaway, yeah. you mean pitching? Yeah, 
Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Ooh, yes. oh, for the oh, the actor. <laughs> yes, the actor playing <laughs> playing the historical figure. Anne Hathaway, Shakespeare's wife, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne, Anne Hathaway. Actually, um, Betsy Wolf um, is playing Anne. Ooh, and I love me some. Betsy okay. Wolf. Anyway, uh, so just based on book, I'll go Kimberly Akimbo. I mean. That's that's what I'm leaning towards. But some like a hot was great. It was just it. They do some I've really heard. great things with this comedy, but it's just it does not. It's not quite as funny, which is ironic, yeah. and it's also doesn't gut punch you like it like Kimberly does. Oh, but I would yeah, I would hope there's some theater loyalty of the fact that Kimberly Akimbo is adapted from a play. Some like it hot's adapted from a movie. Yeah, mm. and the playwright adapted it from the play so that's hell yeah he a did bear, a bear <laughs> a bear, a bear, indeed. A bear I love a bear unlike any other <laughs> i'm a big fan of a bear <laughs> me too i love fuddy mirrors <laughs> exit pursued by david Lindsay. a bear <laughs> <laughs> he chases me off stage at and juliet he does <laughs> he says, get out of here get out why are you not on stage david um david Sorry. Next is best original score. We are starting with these because they won't be televised anyway. <laughs> oh, oh darn! Terrible. Uh, but best original score: music and lyrics written for the theater. Almost famous. Music by Tom Kitt. Lyrics by Cameron Crowe and Tom Kitt. Kimberly Akimbo. Music by our queen Janine Tesori, and lyrics by oh. David Lindsay Abair. K-pop. Music and lyrics by Helen Park and Max Vernon. Shucked. Music and lyrics by Brandy Clark and Shane McAnally. I hope mm -hmm. I said that right. And I Some Like It Hot. <laughs> Music by Mark Shaman and lyrics by Scott Whitman and Mark Shaman. Incredible. Incredible. Um, I think Some I, Like It Hot might take it, but Jan I hope Janine does. I mean, yeah, it's just, I, I don't Janine I the Queen. have no idea. I'm uh, hoping Kimberly Akimbo takes it, but like I put out a poll on my Instagram the other day and there were some people that loved Some Like It Hot more. And so. Yeah, I think it I might think be between those. It's a good score. Yeah. I think some like it hot score works works better out of context. I mean, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. And it's still telling a really progressive wonderful story, so I don't know. My hope is Kimberly Akimbo, but I wouldn't be upset if some like it hot took it. I've listened yeah. to Shucked. It's cute. It's well Shucked written. works better in context, way better yeah. in context. It, it does work mm. in context. And is that I would actually love to know, is that part of the best score is that if it works better in context or out like is that a, is that a factor do i don't know this? i don't know if it is or not i, I there's something of, i don't know i mean that's a whole that's a whole big <laughs> that's a whole big <laughs> are you okay Tessa? <laughs> i'm fine there's an i just want to be comfortable yeah <laughs> i just want to be comfortable <laughs> yeah yeah sure 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 I, I don't know that i get that's probably like a whole bigger discussion i i, I but i i think that like a, a, a score um a score i think has to move you outside of its context i think i think without any relevant mm. uh meaning not less so than like or more so i think than like a specific song like a like a you know i don't know some best songs can be anthems and they can be standalone but i think like a score really has to like evoke emotion certain emotions and and i think on some level needs to be able to do that outside of the context of the show so i think a, Interesting. I think, yeah so i think i think a more difficult 
score or like a low, you know, quote unquote, a lower ranking score for me is like one that I would really only listen to it if I was interested in listening to the show. Mm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, like that's that's part of what I wonder is it's like I know that has a consideration in the Grammys. Yeah. But I right. don't know if it does in the Tonys. I don't I don't know either. I think it I, I think the tough part about the Tony and I think theater in general is like it's so all tied to one thing so like like celebrating or emphasizing these specific elements of it is so hard for anybody to separate those things out does that make any sense mm. yeah you know? yeah totally totally it, it, it's like yeah right exactly like you could have a, a best musical that does every single one of these things correctly yeah. mm-hmm. but in context of each other whereas if you're breaking all these pieces apart maybe they do yeah. have to stand on their own in order yeah. to win for them yeah exactly I, I don't know um yeah i was not even aware that almost famous had opened <laughs> yeah it opened yeah it opened and didn't stay open very long <laughs> i i was gonna say uh the website says the hottest new musical of the season according to new york post Yikes. Mm-hmm. And this young sexy cast lighting up the great white way. That's it from Vanity. It got Park. about it got about a hundred performances. Ah. Uh, oh. Well, I, yeah. well I mean good, well. <laughs> good luck, almost <laughs> famous. Um, I didn't see K pop, did either of you? I've no, listened I to wanna... listen to it. Yeah, I've listened you to have? it. It's fun, yeah. I bet it's, it's fun. A, I bet it's, it's good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um uh I, I think uh it's very accessible too i think like for people who are like i don't know what k-pop is you know or whatever <laughs> i don't know what K-pop is. which i think is a very I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a very difficult line to walk so well and i mean that's this, cool this season has been wrought with scandal because they you know k-pop <laughs> came back with all of the very valid criticisms of like just the inherent racism in the reviews and it's like yeah. Right. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. More diverse reviewers, please. More, please. Please, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> anyway, I my vote is Kimberly Akimbo, but I, I wouldn't be upset if some like it hot got it. I'll I'll go some like it hot, just to be just to be different. Just to be contrary. <laughs> yeah. Just to be contrary. I think it I, I agree that I think it will be some like it hot, although I've heard, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. And so I wish in my heart that Janita Sori would get to take some more prizes home because she's yes. the queen. Because she's the queen, um, for sure. I actually saw that, um, I don't rem- the Times does that article every year, who is nominated and who should who should have been nominated and then who's going to win and who should win. And mm-hmm. according to them, oh. they are predicting that Kimberly will take home best book and best score and some like a hot will take home best musical. Ooh, okay, New York Times. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And who knows? <laughs> uh, so that seems, best, yeah. Best that seems on trend. It it does seem on trend, which is a bummer. Um, but it's just an incredibly contentious and competitive season. Best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play. Oh God. Yaha Abdul Mateen the second in Top Dog Underdog, Corey Hawkins in Top Dog Underdog, Sean Hayes in Goodnight Oscar. Stephen McKinley Henderson between Riverside and Crazy and Wendell Pierce in Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. Yikes. I didn't see anything. I think it's going to be Yahoo. I hope so. Oh, yeah. 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 Having seen Top Dog Underdog, I feel like if it doesn't go to one of those two, I I haven't seen Riverside or Crazy. 
I haven't seen many of the other plays, but but having just seen Top Dog Underdog, one of those two actors has mm-hmm. to take this. It um, was such a feat, that I, show. I've also heard that Sean Hayes is revolutionary in Goodnight Oscar. It's it's just such a Right. But one one would hope in a in a field full of black actors <laughs> yeah. we could have a winner who's a black actor. No offense, Sean Hayes. Yeah. Good I agree. work, I I'm sure. Yeah. That's true. Having having read Top Dog Underdog, I, I agree. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'd probably go Abdul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. Corey's incredible too. I'm yeah. on first name basis with these dudes, just saying. Well, of, sure, course, sure of course. Of course you are. They're on I'm your sure speed Wendell dial. Is incredible. I, I hate that play, but I would have loved to see him in it. Um, you hate that play? I hate Death of a Salesman. Oh, oh. Yeah, but I yeah, I would want I would I would have seen this cast. I don't it's not still running, is it? I don't, I don't think, think so, unfortunately. I would have seen this cast, but I dragged my stupid old feet. <laughs> Stupid we'll old, stupid old flat feet. feet. Stupid old. They are very old. high arches. I'll have you know. I have very high arches. I was just adding more Same. negatives Same. to your feet. Uh, <laughs> best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. We have Jessica Chastain in A Doll's House, Jodie Comer in Prima Facie, Jessica Hecht in Summer 1976, and Audra McDonald in Ohio State Murders. Do you think Audra's going to take home her seventh Tony? I mean, I would love that. It's got to be Audra. I would, too. I, would too. I would love that. But uh, but honestly, like in also in the like sort of mainstream uh, news, I only ever hear about Jessica Chastain's Dollhouse. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. Well, do you think it's because she's Jessica Chastain or because it's that good? I mean, it's a doll's house, so I can't imagine. I I can only imagine it's only so good. <laughs> so she must be great if they, you know. But it's also yeah. But it's also Jessica Chastain. I don't know. I don't know how likely she is to win. But a doll's house named Desire. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting, David. Yeah. We're still waiting. I'm um... I'm in. Pro- I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> next next Tony cycle. Don't worry. It'll be workshops and ready. Great. Great. If it's not Audra, I'm going to be angry, but <laughs> I could see it being Jessica Chastain right behind. I, I just <laughs> have not heard about the other two at all. I've I've read some things about Summer. I hear it's great, but I haven't. I mean, like I I didn't I choose to see it, so obviously. I mean, Hecht is great, you know. But Hecht is yeah. great. Hecht is. Hecht is becoming a movie. Hecht is Brecht. Hecht is Brecht. Well, I'm hoping for Audra. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go Jessica Chastain. Yeah, just for fun. I'm not being. I'm not being combatively contrary. I'm being. I'm being cordially contrary. We appreciate that. Thank you. If you ever did turn combative, it'd get so messy. I'm gonna get fucked up. Huh? There'll be a new boss in town. We're so much taller than you. I know. I know. I'm so short. Huh? It just it worries me. Like yeah, it, I have it worries uh, me based deeply. on based on height alone. I have no authority. <laughs> but why would that be the basis? I'm just saying, if it was based on height alone, no authority. <laughs> I just don't want to hurt you. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of hurting us, this is where it's going to start getting contentious. Is the best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical. 
We have Christian Borrell, Some Like It Hot, Jay Harrison Gee, Some Like It Hot, Josh Groban, Sweeney Todd, Brian Darcy James, Into the Woods, Ben Platt, Parade, and Colton Ryan, New York, New York. <laughs> I I think it's Ben Platt. I hope it's Jay Harrison Gee. I hope it's Brian Darcy James. Ooh. <laughs> I just love him. I just have loved him for a long I time. I love Brian Darcy James. I, yeah, I want to kiss Darcy him. Too. <laughs> Same. He's so dreamy and so daddy. and just, He's so dreamy. And like, what a thing. And I mean, I love Grobes, <laughs> but I just, I was. Grobes was. By no, Grobes was, Grobes was okay. He's, <laughs> he's, he's. For a hot second, you said Grobe. <laughs> <laughs> I love Grobes. I love Grobes. <laughs> Love some gropes in the morning. I love gropes. No, Joshy was great. Uh, yeah, plus him. Beautiful singer, but uh, just a just a straightforward act. It wasn't even. I, I, I would say it's not even that scary with Sweeney. Well, and he. I mean, he's not oh. terrifying. He can't be. He just. He has that sweet face. Yeah. He has. Like yeah. My sweet but but face, this is. A, he doesn't have a psychopath living inside him. So, you know, it's just. <laughs> but I, yeah, that's what I, I feel like is interesting because, you know, I'm always pitching myself to play all the psychopaths uh, that <laughs> yes. Shakespeare wrote because of because I have a friendly face that no one would expect. Mm -hmm. But if you're not able, I feel like if you're not able yeah. to turn it. Well, it's, yeah. Well, it's always the difference. The, it's the uh, Christian Bale once said about American Psycho. He was basing it off Tom basing Cruise. Basing it on Tom Cruise. Which is a very friendly face, dead behind the eyes. And if you right. can't do that, then it, it doesn't work. And Josh Groban wasn't so much dead behind the eyes. It just wasn't, there There just wasn't, he was trying to do something and it wasn't enough. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So he, he was he was very tragic. It was maybe one of the most like, oh, yeah. like tragic kind of Sweeney's, but I... I didn't believe as much. I didn't believe his epiphany as much. No, I didn't. You no. know, I didn't believe the rage so, at all. Yeah, and I also, the I wish they would have transposed the entire score up a second for him. For him, yeah. Because he's just. He's he not a Barry. Is, he's a tenor, right? No, he's a baritone, but he's a lyric baritone. And he just does not have the meatiness of those low A's that it sometimes requires. And yeah. as a result, he also, like, he really lives in, like, the F's and the G's up top. And the highest swing he sings is an E ever. So, like, it just. Oh. It's not that he didn't sing okay. it beautifully. Tough. He didn't have a moment to sparkle like Grobes should. Because, like, boy, did he sparkle in Natasha and Pierre. Right. Sparkled the shit out of that show. He's a yeah. sparkly boy. He, he, he it was like he was still in Natasha Pierre. <laughs> that's, that's what it seemed like sometimes. <laughs> but speaking oh, wow. of sparkly boys, uh, Jay Harrison Gee was just revolutionary. Gee, Gee, I shoot, was just revolutionary in Some Like It Hot. He, he, they were so beautiful and their transformation was so lovely and they got to be so snarky and so just wonderful. And it was I Good. and what I a voice that. and what a dancer. And like it was just well, and Christian Borle has even gone on record saying, I hope I get to watch Jay win. Oh that's great. I love it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He and I think he has the tougher role. I, I think Daphne because Daphne's the Jack Lemon role yeah. in the movie. And that I that think is hard. That's a really hard role. Yeah. That's the harder one to connect emotionally to. And they absolutely do. And also because the show has been rewritten to progress, to be progressive and contemporary, it's that she realizes she is happier as a woman. Well, hey. Was hinted at 
in yeah. lemons. But, yeah. But they go full force. And so about time. Yeah. It's <laughs> it was just so lovely. And so that is my vote. Although Ben Platt was also amazing. I, yeah. What yeah. A, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Show, that show fucked me up still. Yeah, it's but a we'll, fucked it's a fucked up show. I, I think I think it's it's it would be for me as much shit as I gave the movie, it would be such a redemption arc to me to uh, after Dear Evan Hansen, the movie was such an atrocity for him <laughs> to like come back and be like a, a winner. Like he, and he rightfully wins this. Like if, if, if he wins it, I have no, like, there's no issue with that because I, I would be like, yeah, that's, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And I mean, Christian Bale was also incredible in this show. Sure. It was it was made for both of them. And there's so much dance. And they both dance so beautifully. And they're so funny. So good. It's just, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. it's like, if anyone wins, I'll be pretty stoked. It's a good, I mean, that's a good awesome. One. I, I, well, I don't know about Colton. Not Rice, the New York, New York guy. <laughs> I, New York, I didn't New York. see it, but Sorry, it's also New his, York, like, you know, it's his first Sorry, lead. He's cute. Yeah. He's he got can a really nice pay voice. his dues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He can earn it. He's got he time. He can earn it. Uh, so now the most, <laughs> the most contentious for me is best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical, which is Annalie Ashford, Sweeney Todd. Which when I saw it, I was like, she is going to be the one to beat. When I yeah. saw after I saw it, I was like, oh, you remember you saying is, that? She is remarkable. But then Sarah Bareilles into the woods. <laughs> Which my sister saw and said, "Thank you for saying it with proper dialogue." <laughs> That's actually a side by side by Susan Black. Wouldn't it be? Joke. Is it French? Would it be Berlioz? <laughs> I think it's Italian. like a squirrel. My sister saw her in this role and said she was incredible. Victoria Clark, who. It's a goddamned mu- magician. Uh, Lorna yeah. Courtney from Anne Juliet, and then Michaela Diamond from Parade, who was also just ah, uh, y'all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Yep. <laughs> go 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 ahead. Well, Let's I mean, go. This is the one that I've seen the most in. Uh, I'm three out of that. Well, I said three out of the nope four out of the last one three out of this one but victoria clark manages to believably be a teenager which is just the most the the strangest thing i've ever said (laughs) and actually janine tesori was like when we were pitching this we're like you're not actually old enough for this but we'll we'll age you up (laughs) wow but like she just the way she is able to, she's got the sparkliest eyes and like it just carries through mm. the impishness and the believability. And like, there are so many genuinely sweet and heartbreaking moments in that show that she just carries. I've I've seen Victoria Clark in Light in the Piazza. I didn't see, I have not seen her in Kimberly Akimbo. Um, and I hate Light in the Piazza and Victoria Clark uh, makes, like made me care about a character that like in any other context I would be like forget this <laughs> um so just on that alone I would be like yeah she's in she she's incredible I think my top two f- 
for the contention would be uh, because of that, Victoria Clark, and then Annalie Ashford because I know. I know. similarly, I don't always love Annalie Ashford, and I thought in this one she was incredible. She, I'm, it's like it was wow. made for her. Yeah. Wow. She did some funny stuff that I've never seen a love it do. No, and like wow. it's out of left yeah. field and like genuinely funny and it worked beautifully in the moment with the character. I was just like, who yeah. are you? Yeah, and was correct. That's like cool. it was oh, it was she made correct choices. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, why has nobody ever thought of doing this? You and know, she sang it beautifully and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And All right. Wanted, Those are my wanted, top two as well. I haven't seen one dry hump. But like Michaela was also just so lovely. It's I like I liked so Michaela, but I I think I think it's a it, it, similarly to uh, leading actor, which is like just based on the movie. Obviously, I don't know what I don't know how much it's different in the musical, but the Jack Lemon role is harder than the than the Tony Curtis role. Yes. So I I would I would pick Jay Harrison over Christian Borle. So similarly, Michaela Diamond, I think Lucille's kind of got an easier role. It's true. Then, then especially against the rest of these, which is like Sweeney Todd is <laughs> is really about Mrs. Lovett, like yes, <laughs> you know. It is. Well, yeah. and I, I've also I said it when I you will hear this conversation in our next episode, but I was saying that her dialect is all over the place, which is <laughs> fine. Is. But like, yeah. But like it's when like you're she's up still for trying best to choose one <laughs> in a musical, it's like oh dear, <laughs> yeah. Have that sorted out. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I love, I love Sarah to death. I think she's amazing. For sure. But I, I think, I think she's also a little like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's that complicated of a, of a role. <laughs> and and one last thing, this is also kind of a yeah. Victoria Clark comeback story because she wasn't going to act anymore after menopause. Oh, no. Her voice stopped behaving itself which happens oh. a lot oh and so she was like oh, no, no I'm just she was like no i'm just gonna direct and then they talked her into taking this and i'm so oh that's that. fantastic Shit, okay she's my incredible. top she's my top pick then. wait what if i go through menopause will my voice <laughs> what you have another thing to look forward to in menopause <laughs> are you telling yes. me that my voice will get weird on me well i mean it'll just it will not behave itself like it used to it's not that it won't be the same voice i mean and that happens <laughs> To literally everybody, when everyone gets hormonal, it happens. Tessa, well, I, Tessa, who gets the most hormonal? Tessa, I get Me. that you're. I get that you're in distress, <laughs> but like the hair is making it so poetic. Like it's like you, it's like you're draped on a chaise long. Yeah. Like, like, come on, my voice. <laughs> my voice. Will I, will I go through menopause? What do you mean, <laughs> menopause? Me? What? <laughs> Me? Just, just impeccable pose work, oh, viewers, yes. listeners. It was notch. insane. Oh, we'll release this on YouTube. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll pretend, see, and right? then we'll have. And if you want to see edit, what we look like, go and to our YouTube. Edit in, edit in a text that says "live," but like in quotes, <laughs> like "live," and then in parentheses, "live from Rome." <laughs> live from Rome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. In in front of a sold out crowd. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play. Jordan E. Cooper, Ain't No More. Samuel L. Jackson, August Wilson's The Piano Lesson. Uh, Arian Moyad. I think I said that right. Oh, yeah, from Test. Succession. Yeah. Brandon Uranowitz, Leopold Stott. And David Zayas, Cost of Living. 
I don't know any of these plays, yo. I yeah, but I mean, piano lessons, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, I was gonna say I've heard he's... I've heard things from Leopold Stott. Oh, okay. Samuel L. Jackson played the the younger role right on Broadway when he his his Broadway debut was the younger role in piano lessons. So the fact That's that he's right. come back to play the older role is like kind of special. I'm that, I'd be, that might be I'd be enough pretty of a story, excited to honestly. see. Yeah, yeah. That might be enough of a but story, honestly, to Adrian... nominate to win. Right? Yeah. And I, I've I've heard Adrian Moyad is actually a gem of a person and was really incredible in this play, but I didn't see it myself. That's a tough Yet. role. It's it's all tough. Like this series. Torvald, yeah. This Torvald season of Tony's sucks. is just <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Torvald sucks. He's the male equivalent of <laughs> Gaslight gatekeep girl boss, and uh, <laughs> it's true, <laughs> which is like mansplain, manipulate male wife, except he's not a male wife, he's a alpha male. Um, Ugh. and which uh, is made yeah. up, just made up, which is made up. Um, also, wolves, wolves are, are made up, <laughs> wolves, wolves are aren't up. real, that's yeah, right. they're, they're unicorns, they are real. they're like I've unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> unicorns in disguise. They had to hide their horns because their horns were being poached by poachers. Wolves, unicorn, <laughs> unicorns in disguise. <laughs> unicorns um, in uniform. <laughs> in uniform. Uh, best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. We have Kevin Cahoon, Shucked, Justin Cooley, Kimberly Akimbo, Kevin, oh goodness, De Aguila, De Aguila. Mm-hmm. Some like it hot. Jordan Donica, Lerner and Lowe's Camelot, and Alex Newell, shucked. Christ, y'all. Double shucked. So Double I didn't shucked. actually see uh, Justin Cooley. I saw his understudy. But oh. I've seen all of oh. his performances on the video, and he's just adorable and remarkable and perfect for this part. Um, Kevin was incredible in Some Like It Hot. He plays the billionaire. Oh yeah, oh, Osgood. Fun. And he that's has an, an opening note. He has a number as well as a romantic number with Jay later. Oh, so, incredible! Okay, I know. It's just it's the most adorable. And then of course Alex Newell is fabulous in whatever they do. Of course, I want, I want Alex Newell to win so that they um, can go up there and 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 shatter the acting category, and yes. so it all so it all collapses into one category next that year. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or one category with ten people, or just one category. I think, like, I think you do one. Yeah, uh, not all. Yeah, one well, acting category for a play, one acting category for a musical, or and, then, and, I, and then you do like a like, oh, one starring performance and one feature performance. I don't know. Yeah. How about one? How about still? How about we add another category, but make it even more gray area and do best mask best mask presenting best femme presenting best non-binary oh <sighs> i like that i don't hate that for all for both play and musical i don't hate it i just <laughs> it's i don't hate it it's just so many categories it is it, is. it does add and, I, and i don't really th- th- you can't unlike sports which is like maybe uh maybe a more contentious debate but like 
you can't really give me a quantifiable reason why theater <laughs> or like acting is should be separated. Gendered. Yeah. <laughs> like that's weird. <laughs> I mean, it is weird, but I think it's honestly just so that more people have a shot at awards. I guess. Yeah. Right. And so why don't, don't we just make one extra, <laughs> well, two extra awards because honestly there aren't enough Tony awards. They should still be sound design. There should be best replacement. There should be all kinds of. Yeah. Things. The fact that there aren't is. Yeah. They did best replacement for one year. Those those categories are more important to me than adding another acting category. I think they should. Mm. Yeah. Fair and fascinating. Um, I. Best uh, ensemble. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to do best ensemble for sure. There should be. Best dance captain. Hell yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, There's a lot. I'm going to vote for Justin Cooley just because, but my second would be Kevin. And I would love it if Alex won as well. Uh, actually, yeah. Jordan is also, I haven't seen Camelot, but I've seen him, videos of him performing, and he is revolutionary as Lancelot. What a voice. Oof. And he's, so like, you know what? I, I wouldn't be upset if any of them won, and someone's gonna. <laughs> 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 and the winner is oh nobody won oh no uh, oh no, oh, no. What, uh, good night go home, home everyone <laughs> oh no I, I wish i could comment more on this but uh nobody wrote anything for me so bye <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get to hear presenters true thoughts and feelings which is going to be fascinating <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, sorry i just put my hair up and saw what it looks like and i look silly <laughs> You just have a lot of this hair. is going to be no, really entertaining win. for the YouTube no, you win. watchers. For the best, hair. Watchers. Best, best hair. Best hair goes to Tessa Professor Flannery. Professor. Protessa. As opposed Flannery. to amateur Tessa. <laughs> uh, this one is also, yikes, y'all. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical. We have Julie Lester, Into the Woods, Ruthie Ann Miles, Sweeney Todd, and she deserves that nomination. Yeah. Ben Bonnie Milligan, Kimberly Akimbo, Natasha Yvette Williams, and Betsy Wolf. <laughs> Damn. I want Ruthie yeah. to win. Yeah, I do want Ruthie to win. I want I would love if Ruthie won, but Bonnie Milligan was so good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a Bonnie Milligan win either. And also Natasha Yvette Williams was so good and betsy wolf has been nominated what three times and she hasn't won so it would be nice if she won too oh betsy uh i don't know who julie lester is (laughs) (laughs) i think that's okay (laughs) little red riding hood i think that's okay yeah i i haven't seen this production unfortunately yeah i want i want to see the tour desperately because my queen stephanie j block is the baker's wife but it's not anywhere near me oh balls um okay so i'm going to go Bonnie, Ruthie, Natasha, all tied for number one. <laughs> Don't really care which one wins, but it would be great if Bonnie won. It would be great if Ruthie won. Ruthie, Natasha. Ruthie. I'll, I'll go Ruthie, Ruthie. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ruthie. wouldn't you agree, David, that she just sounded like a completely different person? She's yes. Her voice is just amazing. And it was I, amazing before, but she's got some training. She's done. Some yeah, work. no, I I thought I was. I thought her understudy was on or something. Yeah, because I was like, oh. And then I heard oh, a couple that's things. Worthy. Then I heard a couple <laughs> tangible moments where I was like, "Oh no, that's her!" And then I saw her, and yeah. I was like, wow. no, "It's her. It's still her." Craig, Craig. Just, yeah, truly <laughs> remarkable. Uh, best scenic design of a play. Uh, 
It's Prima Facci, Life of Pi, Goodnight Oscar, Leopold Stott, and A Christmas oh, Carol. It's gotta be Life of Pi. Have you guys seen the video? I have seen the video. I oh think I have. God. Let it be Life of Pi. Let it be so. Make it so. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be. Make it so. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Scenic design of the musical. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I really want to see Prima Facci. I haven't yet, but I do want to see it. And I love Jodie Comer. And I, I've seen like bits of the set design and it does look really beautiful. Amazing. But yeah, let it be Life of Pi. Uh, best scenic design for a musical: Beowulf, Borat, New York, New York, Mimi Lian, Sweeney Todd, Demon Barber of Fleet Street. That would be swell. That was really quite the set. It was lovely. It was. It was. Minimalist. I defer to your expertise. It was minimalist, but like in a way that became maximalist at the right moment. Wouldn't you? Agree? It was nice. It was a good. It was a good set. It was a great set. Um, yeah. Michael Yergin and Fifty Nine Productions. Learner loves Camelot. And then Scott Pask designed both Shucked and Some Like It Hot. And Some Like It Hot well, set good was for... lovely too. It was just yeah. it was cake. It was, just, <laughs> it was sparkly cake the whole time and I loved it. Kimberly Akimbo was a very basic set that was very functional. And they should have gotten more points for having actual ice skating on stage, but it's fine. What? Yeah. They yeah. Dang, on stage. that's amazing. Yeah, they have ice skating. That, that video is cool too. There's like a I TikTok. I gotta see of... all these shows. And them doing that. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. I'll... I saw Camelot set too. Camelot has a pretty good set. And some like it hot. I'm going to go some like it hot. Um, as much as I love the Sweeney Todd set, yeah, it is like pretty it. minimalist. Yeah. Some like it hot was Broadway. And it was. Just yeah. Like, yes. Like... Yeah. Broadway, like Broadway decadence, like mm. good stuff. And yet the actors were still schlepping, which I love. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were working hard. Everyone, every single show this season, actors were schlepping stuff. And I was like, okay, good. I'm glad we're going back to this because, you know, it's just so much more realistic as far as theater in this country. Mm -hmm. mm. And uh, I'll go with something like in Hot 2. Great. <laughs> best costume design of a play. Tim Hatley, Nick Barnes, and Finn Caldwell, Life of Pi. Dominic Von Hills, Von Hill, sorry, Fat Ham, Bridget, oh Jesus Christ, Reifenstuhl, Reifenstuhl, thank you, Bridget Reifenstuhl, Leopold Stott, uh, Emilio Sosa, Ain't No More, and Emilio Sosa, Good Night, Oscar. Well done, you two, doing two shows a season. Emilio Sosa, Ain't No More is a great costume uh, design. Fat Ham, I yeah. choose Fat Ham. <laughs> I'm gonna go Leopold Stott. Ooh, a split. A split. Uh, best <laughs> costume design of a musical: Greg Barnes, Some Like It Hot, Susan Hilferty, Parade, uh, Jennifer Molner, Moller, Lerner and Lowe's Camelot, Clint Ramos and Sophia Choi, K-pop, Paloma Young and Juliet, and Donna Zakowski, Zakowska, Donna Zakowska, New York, New York. I even practice oh, these. Woof. Um, New York, New York, supposedly, from the videos I've seen, has, no, has an incredible set. Like, they recreate so many iconic things. New York there. locations? Yeah. Well, and, like, they do... But this is costume, stuff. right? Yeah. But, oh. I mean, like, the... the It doesn't quite have the, the sparkle look. of some Like It Hot, but it has the look and the historic accuracy that's still very showy. And Ooh, okay, An okay. Anna Uzel has never looked better. I'm really bummed she wasn't nominated. I'm also really bummed that um, shit. 
Come on, brain. Our darling actor who plays Sugar in Some Like It Hot was not nominated either. Oh. That's oh. two years in a row that both of them were not nominated and should have been. Because oh, neither, neither of them were nominated for six and neither of them were nominated oh. for these shows. Mm. Man. I'm going to go Paloma Young, even though I haven't seen Anne Juliet. I, I, I'm assuming Anne Juliet is going to blow my mind when I do see it I'm with gonna costumes. Go, I'm gonna go Paloma. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Paloma did Natasha Pierre. So oh, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm just gonna I mean, Yeah. Like it, the costumes were they were so lovely and something like that. Mm -hmm. They were they were beautiful. Um best lighting design of a play. Neil Austin, Leopold Stott, Natasha Chivers, Prima Face. John Clark, a doll's house, Bradley King, Fat Ham, Tim Lurkin, Life of Pi. Jen Schriever, Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman, and Ben Stanton, Christmas Carol. I'll go Ooh. Life of Pi again. I'll go Fat Ham again. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Fat Ham because I hope they take it, but I'm sure Life of Pi is. It had, it was all of the theaters, three out of the four theaters were on 46th Street, and so I just saw the Life of Pi line constantly <laughs> when I was there. Best Lighting Design of a Musical, Ken Billington, New York, New York, Lap Chi Chu, Lerner and Lowe's Camelot, Heather Gilbert, Parade, Howard Hudson and Juliet, Natasha Katz, Some Like It Hot, and Natasha Katz, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Oh, good for Natasha. Yeah, I hope she takes one. I really do. I hope Natasha takes it. Yeah, but or also, it's so nice. It's so nice to see so many women in lighting design. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Natasha for. I'll go Natasha for Sweeney Todd. Yeah, me too. Because it was. Yeah, because it was so a lot cool. of the lighting. Yeah, that was really, like that made uh, it work. Yeah, I'll join with you. I'll join with you in that. Great. <laughs> uh, light uh, sound design. Jonathan Deans and Taylor Williams, Ain't No Mo. Carolyn Dra Carolyn Downing, Life of Pi. Joshua D. Reed, Christmas Carol. Ben and Max Ringham, A Doll's House. And Ben and Max Ringham, Prima Face. Mm. Huh. All right, everybody. Can you remind me what this category is? I just saw Sound design. <laughs> oh. Sound design play. Probably. Let's do, I want to do Prima Face, even though I've not seen it. Prima Face. Face? Face? I don't fucking know. Face? I think it's I Prima Facey. I think it's Prima <laughs> Facey. Yeah. Face I. Face I. Fuck I. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go Prima. Yeah, that sounds great. Sound design of a musical. <laughs> New York, uh, we have Kai Harada, New York, New York. John Shivers, Shucked. Scott Lehrer and Alex Newman, Into the Woods. Gareth Owen and Juliet, Nevin Steinberg, Sweeney Todd, and the Demon Barber of Sleet Street. And the Demon Barber. <laughs> Sleet Street? Ooh. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, exclamation point, and the Demon Barber of Sleet Street. <laughs> Benjamin Barker and the Demon Barber of Sleet Street. That's Benjamin Barker. That was the other one. He wasn't that scary on Benjamin Barker. No, wasn't he wasn't. wasn't that. Um, great blood, though. Uh, great blood. Oh, my sister's <laughs> here. Blood. <gasps> I'll have to leave soon. Hide. Oh, hide. <laughs> quick, 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 hide. What's your pick for, what what's your pick for best me? play? It's, it's 407. My pick for best play? Yes. 
Hi. Oh no, it's Rose and I have to go. What's my pick for best play? Best play. Yes. I have to get ready too. Is it Fat Ham? Wait, what are the options? Ain't no more between Riverside and Crazy, Cost of Living, Fat Ham, and Leopold Stop. Fat Ham. And Leopold and Best Musical, and Juliet, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, Shucked and Some Like It Hot. Kimberly Akimbo. Cool. I love you. We love you. Bye, Bye. Tessa. Bye. Who was that? <laughs> I don't know, but she had amazing hair. Have Have they been on the podcast before? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think shit. So. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'll check my notes. Maybe she. Oh, maybe shit. She... <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. Where do we Where do we live? Where we We were scenic design, costume design, sound lighting sound tessa had to go everyone tessa did have to go she's she's a busy woman she's a busy she's a busy lady she is so direction oh direction oh my god we have i mean if it would be help if it would help we can only talk about the things that we've seen because i haven't seen any of these plays unfortunately the yeah i I, i'm i'm at a loss for the plays unfortunately yeah i I haven't seen any of them Best Direction of a Musical, mm. Michael Arden, Parade, Lear de Bassinet, Into the Woods, Casey Nicola, Some Like It Hot, Jack O'Brien, Shucked, and Jessica Stone, Kimberly Akimbo. I didn't know Yikes. Lear did Into the Woods. He did. I had no idea. Um, Michael Arden's Parade was incredible. I think it, most of that was. has to do with the direction, for sure. It was. And it was just, I mean, like, I, I have said it on the episode that you will hear, but I just, I have never been in a theater where I do not feel like I can applaud for the audience. Yeah, and that was a, oh. a great deal in part because of the direction, because it was just so yeah. chilling and so horrifying. And um, uh. but I, but I, I think similarly with the like the design stuff, uh, I love, I love a woman director, and Kimberly Akimbo is also like, you know, and it's her first. I've heard Broadway nothing musical. but good things. Oh my god, that would be so cool. I know. Well, and actually, she used to be an actor. She and oh. Victoria Clark did Titanic together they did a show together and have been friends for decades and so the titanic like the original titanic or they did like some like the original titanic jessica stone was in titanic the what maybe it maybe it wasn't titanic i don't remember (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) jessica stone does not have a wikipedia page so this is gonna take time um just jessica stone just google jessica stone and victoria clark um i i I, I mean, again, having not seen some of these, I I would be fine with any of them winning because uh, I've seen other things that they've done too. So, yeah, you know, I believe in them. And the ones that I haven't seen, you have seen. So I think the only one that we both haven't seen is Shucked. Yeah. But Jack um, O'Brien, man. I know. I know. Well, and Casey Nicola coming in hot. Yeah, Casey still Nicola. still got it after yeah, all these. But you years. saw, but you saw some like it hot, so you can. I did. You can speak to. And you like, can speak to its direction. I would. I mean, the next co- category is choreography. He's nominated for both, but oh. I I think the choreography was incredibly strong. I don't know if the direction was as strong. Like there was some brilliant acting oh, for, and some wonderful for... things, but like mm-hmm. the cohesiveness was not quite there. As far mm. as, and like in like Kimberly Akimbo, you just every second your attention was held because yeah, because of the direction, because of everything teaming up and working so beautifully, and like this is just my opinion, of course, but sure, 
and parade was also the same way it was just like oh god yeah <laughs> that's what i was that's what i was going to say i haven't seen i haven't seen kimberly akimbo so i can't speak to it but in comparison to parade which i feel is like uh i i feel like they go so flawlessly from one thing to another um Michael yeah Art. oh no that... it was sorry it was how to succeed in business without really trying oh very nice oh i love it the revival um so yeah, I think in that, I think in that on that criteria, like Michael Arden, uh, would edge out Nicola for Sun Like It Hot. So, well, and I've yeah. heard nothing about but amazing things about this production of Into the Woods too, because Lear is, yeah, one of the greatest we have. Oh, she's Lear's great. Just yeah, yeah, like, and it doesn't matter what she's doing, whether it's an eight-person play around a rug, that's right. a cutting of Shakespeare, still one of my favorite things that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know her bigger in the park shows or yeah you know some of the revivals that she's done at city center too are just mwah. so like yeah I, ho I have high hopes for her i have high hopes for jessica i have high soap high hopes for michael he's also one of the greatest we have yeah i'd probably go jessica or michael arden yeah i think that's i think that's the the two the the only pro the only uh count against lear Lear's great, but I feel like Into the Woods, I feel like everybody's kind of forgotten about it. It's it's that it's that nominee that was like so early in the cycle that like everybody's kind of, you know. It's true. There's just other things that have, have been like comparable, if not better, that have come along and it, later be, this year. And to be show, it's to be fair, it's a really hard show to fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty like solid show so yeah i've seen it in professional productions i've been in college productions <laughs> and i've seen high school productions and it's yeah. still the same show you've seen into the woods junior you know that that's it's i mean because that's the other thing too like the like it that's the stark contrast of into the woods to sweeney todd because watching the the grobes uh annalee ashford all them sweeney todd i was like oh yeah sweeney todd can be good mm -hmm. like sweet you know but like it's i have the same thing where it's like with into the woods it's like every into the woods i see is like it's into okay the woods. <laughs> it's into the woods yeah it's pretty it's solid i love this show <laughs> yeah i love it but yeah <laughs> um best choreography but we have Stephen Hoggett, Sweeney Todd, Demon Barber of Sleet Street, Casey Nicola, Some Like It Hot, Susan Stroman, New York, New York, who was not nominated for direction, but was nominated for choreography, Jennifer Weber and Juliet, and Jennifer Weber, K-pop. Oh my God, another double bill. I know. Um, uh, I good must, for them. I must say, I was blown away by the choreography in Sweeney Todd. It was unexpected and incredibly yeah. creative and creepy and just... Like not what I was expecting at all, and it really added mm -hmm. for me everything. It did, especially yeah, that, it did add, especially this fucking thing in the yeah, in, um, the beginning of Act One. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For for the for the viewers who haven't seen it, it's it's a lot of like, I I described it as like it's it's like a lot of dead bodies moving around, like dead and bodies just, being manipulated, but also contemporary. Um, cool. Like it was mm -hmm. very. Oh shoot! What's the category? Not interpretive, but um, lyrical, contemporary, lyrical contemporary, and contemporary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, modern. Yeah, it was just, it was just. If, it, yeah, yeah, you could feel how it 
you could feel how it um like this sort of choreography is like um evolved from hamilton in that era like mm -hmm. the a lot more integrated dance and a more modern like you said but it also fit like it, it was it wasn't a um like it wasn't just a bunch of hip-hop dance yeah. <laughs> you know like which would have been inappropriate for Sweeney Todd they they managed to make it work in in that way which I thought mm -hmm. was cool um uh I love Susan Stroman mm -hmm. um great choreographer I, honestly I think that's right to nominate her for choreography in general <laughs> and then I mean she's an amazing choreographer yeah she's incredible Always. Always. um so I have to imagine that New York New York has some stellar dance numbers um did you and you said you liked the choreography for something like it hot? I did very much. Yeah, uh, it was all tap dance. Oh, incredible! <laughs> the whole thing. Um, then I will. And I will go Nicola. Chase sequence. Oh, hands down, I'll go Casey Nicola then. I I think I'm gonna. You got to give it up for tap. Yeah, but like if Stephen Hodgett won, I wouldn't be disappointed. No complaints. And also, Where, way to no go, Jennifer! Complaints. If you win, yeah, kick ass! Incredible, Jennifer. If if Jennifer wins, I would imagine it is. I would imagine it is for. Well, that's tough, actually. I would imagine it's for K-pop, but yeah. Um, but I don't know. good for I her. Wish, I wish I could have seen in Juliet. I hope it's still running. Yeah, I'm in the city. I hope it stays for a while. I hear I hear great things about it. So, and what it's, it's running for a bit. Best orchestrations: Bill Sherman and Dominic F uh, Falacaro and Juliet. John Fal Clancy. Oh, Falacaro, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kimberly Akimbo, Jason mm -hmm. Holland, Shucked. Charlie Rosen and Brian Carter, Some Like It Hot, and Daryl Waters and Sam Davis, New York, New York. I loved the orchestrations for Kimberly Akimbo. It was just, mm -hmm. they captured like the 90s perfectly in, an, in a really emotional, wonderful way that I was not ready for, which is probably why I wept twice. But <laughs> openly I think it, weeping. Yeah. Um, but also the some like it hot orchestrations were wonderful. Big band is like my favorite era. Yeah, it's hard to it's, hard to beat. Oh god, it was so good. It's hard to beat, especially if you do like, uh, like if yeah, the orchestration is really good. And I've listened to Anne Juliet, and I've loved the arrangements mm -hmm. that they've done. So like, I've actually I've listened to all of them, and and so I, I can at least base it on that. I would probably I would go Kimberly Akimbo or some like it hot for sure. Yeah, I think at Anne Juliet. Is good orchestration, is orchestration the same as arrangement? No, but they don't have an arrangement category. So usually they go hand in hand, which is shitty. Yeah. So I would and, think mm. that arrangement, I would go probably arrangement for Anne Juliet. Yeah. More so, like, so than orchestration. That's the other thing is it's, they are technically separate jobs, but they often are done by the same people. Right. So like it's yeah. weird. Uh, so maybe that's why it's not its own category, but maybe it should be. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Or like, like best vocal arrangement should definitely be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Category. Because like, damn. Yeah. We, I mean, we know that here, Les loves music is amazing, but it would be nothing without the vocal arrangements that were done post. No, yeah, yeah. Because it's not. It's it's pretty straightforward. Not straightforward, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's pretty straightforward orchestration. After we finish this, I would love to speak with you a little bit about Here Lies Love. Cause oh, yikes. boy. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I know either. I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Um, Best play. All right. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah. Uh, by Justin E. Cooper, Between Riverside and Crazy, by Stephen Oddly Gerges, 
Gear, gear? No, shoot. I think it's Geargas. <laughs> I don't know. Guire, mm, I'm so sorry. My apologies to the author. Cost of Living by Martina Mayok. Fat Ham by James. Well, James. <laughs> wow, Cameron <laughs> Michael. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Leopold Stutt by Tom Stoppard. Comeback Story. Uh, I'll go Fat Ham. I've heard nothing but incredible things, and yeah. it's a public theater show, so I will I will join you. Yeah, I mean, Ain't No Mo technically is a public theater show too. It's but true. I, it is. I think, I think, uh, I think Fat Ham is the better play. And like, I wouldn't be upset if Leopold Stott won. I've heard incredible nope. things. I'd be fine with that. I would prefer uh, Fat Ham. <laughs> best musical: Anne Juliet, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. Ugh, I'll just go Kimberly Akimbo. That's what I'm doing, but yeah. I wouldn't be upset if Some Like It Hot won. I wouldn't be, I, I would be a little surprised if Some Like It Hot won, I think. But I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it either, but I think Kimberly Akimbo has my vote. Yeah. It's just, I can't wait for you to see it. It's truly, I'm excited. One I'm of the psyched. greatest nights I'm of theater I've ever had. It. And it was an yeah, afternoon. Yeah. It was a matinee. I oh. was a fucking matinee. <laughs> but it felt like a like, night. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so good, this matinee, that it felt and like a night of theater. by myself with a bunch of New Jersey NYU teen theater teens, which oh, should have incredible. ruined any night, and it did not. Sure. Including theirs. It didn't ruin their night either. <laughs> and if you want to talk about bitchy theater kids, there's nothing worse than NYU kids, and they loved it. So No, yeah, they yeah, that's the worst. Uh, best Revival, The Piano Lesson, A Doll's House, the Sign in Sydney, Brewstein's Window, Susan Laurie Parks, Top Dog, Underdog. Man, I'll go Top Dog, Underdog. Yeah, me too. But I think, I think it might be the piano lesson. I think yeah. they might just to go along with like, because I think and Samuel L. Jackson Wilson. would be a good story too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and we love August Wilson. And the last contentious. Best mm. revival of a musical. Oh, oh yeah, yikes! Yeah. Uh, Into the Woods, Lerner and Lowe's Camelot, Parade, and Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Honestly, I think it's a three horse race. I think Camelot doesn't stand a chance. No. I think the other three are just incredible. Um, again, I think Into the Woods loses the edge a bit because it was. It just feels long ago. It feels like last year, practically. Yeah. Like it feels like last year's award cycle. Um, Ironically, I'll go, all three of yeah. the all three of the legs on this horse are short, limited runs. Yeah, I know, I know, and maybe that's probably better for revivals. I don't know, probably. but um, uh, I will go parade as much as I love Sweeney Todd. I think I'm gonna have to go, I, parade go parade too, because like it just it fucked me up, and it was amazing to see Sweeney. It was incredible. Yeah, but parade fucked me up. And I also, I also would say to like. Parade has not been revived since then. Yeah. Sweeney Todd and Into the Woods have both had a revival since their original run. They have. So, you know, Into like, the Woods that that's, a couple. that's pretty unique. Yeah, Into the Woods has had a couple. So I think that's pretty unique in its way that that it, it, it has managed to do that and be so uh, timely. And also, our Lord and Savior Steve has two nominations in Best. Hell Best yeah. Year, so. Hell yeah. Just saying. Um, I love it. Uh, yeah, I love it. I, I would be fine with 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 either of them winning. I, I if Sweeney Todd wins it, 
that's pretty great as well great. but because it's a great it's a great fucking production but um but man i it's i it's what you said it's like parade f- yeah parade fucked me up <laughs> it did it fucked me up i'm still thinking about it i'm still thinking yeah. about all of them but like parade it just it haunts me in a way that not many things do oh i haven't listened to the cast album because i'm like nope can't can't not revisit i know not yeah this yet. yeah nope, can't yeah you gotta wait um, Kimberly, it's a I've good cast album. Every, Kimberly, I've been listening to every day. Oh, of course. And some like it hot every other day. Hell so. yeah. Um, and Sweeney is releasing. There's a track at a fucking time. I know they're oh. so good. They're so good about it. I love that. <laughs> um, uh, incredible. Sweeney Todd, I will say, had. Uh, I think we talked about this after I. Or no, we haven't talked about Sweeney since I saw it, right? No, we haven't. I will say, like the toughest thing like the one of the best moments in the play in the in the show in general um is pretty women right Mm -hmm. and especially the fake out and the one thing that for all of its faults the movie does really fucking well and and plays to the strength of the medium of film is that they can really fake you out with that first knife cut and then it just leads into pretty women right Mm -hmm. hard to recreate on stage and Sweeney Todd, the the way that they did it and the way the, the arrangement and everything, like in that moment, it was perfect. And it made me it made me audibly go. Yep. <laughs> like like yep. as as it faked me out, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. <laughs> there's no other there's no other way. There's yep. no way he's not going to do it. Um, and the blood, so- the blood was excellent i heard several the blood people was go, beautiful. i heard when i saw it i heard several people go <gasps> and one person yeah, went, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was just that telling helps. someone i was just telling someone else that like um uh because they were trying to figure out how you know how how gory it is and and also if there like are any jump scares or anything and i said it's not that i don't think it's that bloody like the blood looks great no. But I think if you're like further back, especially, it's like it's just gonna look kind of red, you know. It doesn't look like like gratuitous. Um, then also, uh, the the I can only really remember one main jump scare, and I think <laughs> I think the judge fucked it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when when the judge grabs is supposed to grab Mrs. Lovett when they when she comes down into the into the basement into the oven place. Mm-hmm. And the judge isn't quite dead. I think like the scene was still transitioning or like the cue was off and like the judge was just like, <laughs> I was like, well, that's not a jump scare. Uh, sh- I like, think that was supposed Aw. to be a jump scare. Yeah. yeah. It was I think more that of was a jump scare. Like it a... was more of a jump scare when I saw it. He didn't start moving until after she was standing. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So I think he, I think he fumbled a little bit because like Mrs. Lovett was like not quite there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> hang on. Ah. Um, I do think an egregious oversight was not Mar- not nominating Gatton, Matazaro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I. He was great. He was great. He was great. Uh, what would he, he be in? So... Featured actor in a play or in a oh, musical? Yeah, he was so touching. <laughs> Jordan. Fisher yeah. Was fine. Jordan Fisher was Jordan was Fisher fine. oddly oddly was okay. Yeah. He was fine. I forgot that he was in it. So he had <laughs> he was my jump scare. <laughs> like, <laughs> Anthony walks out. Anthony turns and is like, hello, Mr. Todd, thank you. And I just went, oh, 
Jordan Fisher. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I looked over at my wife who was going when Gatton walked on stage, and I was like, "Stranger Things," and she went. <gasps> <laughs> He was her jump scare. Uh-huh. I like that the cast is our jump scares. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know what's kids. coming. Yeah, we know. I already know they die. <laughs> Something else that was shocking is I still have every note of Sweeney in my head. Every mm-hmm. single note. I like, I was like, because even shows that I know well, things tend to disappear yeah. and I tend to be like, oh, this is different. But it's like, nope, that one I still have every single fucking note in my head. But I think it's a I think it's a fucking complicated one. I think it when is. you I think that's why you learn it, you like never unlearn it. <laughs> it's like when they talk about Java, like Java coding, it's like you learn that once and like you never have to do it again because it's gonna stick with you forever. Yep. Um uh yeah, I loved I I, I loved Gatton. Um but I don't also, know. N- Nicholas Christopher was an amazing Pirelli. Oh yeah, he was great. <laughs> he was a great Pirelli. Um, I liked uh, I liked everybody. I thought I the judge too. was appropriately creepy. Yes. I loved I loved this weird accent the Beatle was trying to do. <laughs> I know it was great. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes, it was. It was. Yes, little... if, if, if I could have it the day off, it would be grand. <laughs> what are you doing yeah it was definitely it was like <laughs> i it was oh shoot it was it was somebody it was yeah uh, uh, who is this david tell me who is this <laughs> <laughs> well yeah 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 it was like a flamboyant it was like a flamboyant german but like british <laughs> Oh no. Oh me. no. We're going to lose this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh judge, if I could just have the day off, you know. It's it's my daughter's birthday. Who is, who oh. Yes. Tell me. I'll think of it and then I'll go. Yeah. Oh my god, and I'll text you. Yeah. Please. Um, but yeah, it was just such an amazing season. Yeah. Really um, I hope the I hope the performances are awesome. Um it ultimately, you know, is not about who wins. It's a celebration um, of the theater. It's a celebration of the theater. And unfortunately, the wins are usually, I mean, if we're being realistic, like a lot of the wins are based on what shows can tour and and, and run a little bit more. It's true. So, um, you know, capitalist greed, um, the business side of show business. So I think my hope instead is that you know as it is for all tony performance tony uh broadcasts uh that 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 some kids uh who don't get to go to broadway uh who don't live here in the greatest city of the world like i do um brag um brag uh get to you know see some shows get to see some incredible performances and and be inspired and um yeah be inspired to perform, be inspired to write, um, be inspired, inspired to, make. to make. Yeah, and to study and to just keep being in love with this art form. Yeah. Please, please, please. Speaking of being in love with this art form, shall we tell you? lies love. <laughs> <laughs> so I, unfortunately, it's been a very active Reddit page. And I, yeah. I defended it for a long time because it was just a bunch of honkies being stupid. As far as like, <laughs> as far as like talking out their ass about things they had no idea about. And I was like, yeah, 
I was like, please see the show. Don't, yeah. I promise you there is catharsis and you do not go out loving the Marcoses. I promise you that right. I watched people be horrified oh. every single night. But then oh, this is it became, But then it became other things. And I would love to yeah. talk to you as a person of Filipino heritage as well as please. who loves this show. Oh, well, this is interesting because I thought you were going to talk about the other controversy. Which I is... will, but this one's okay. first. Okay, um, well, I think, well, this is intersectionality, Cameron. I think they <laughs> I think they run hand in hand, which is very interesting. The, mm -hmm. first, the, the, the thing I'll say about it is that um, is that the Marcoses are kind of, I mean, you know, they're kind of like Ava Perone. It's like, it, 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 it's, it's like a, I'm drawn, we're drawn to watching this these people of incredible power and incredible influence um be terrible and i think and i think that's okay i don't think i don't think um i don't think art that showcases those people necessarily celebrates those people um and i think we have more egregious media that does that um, I don't think at any point in Here Lies Love do I feel like they're getting they're getting me to sympathize with the Marcoses, uh, which I don't, uh, because uh, it was a family of monsters. I, I, um, I mean, the other thing that's come up recently is that no. a lot of people who live in the Philippines currently are saying that the fact that the show exists at all is a monstrosity because of sure. what the social media manipulation in the Philippines has become. Sure. Yeah. And the fact that a Marcos is currently in power. And so like, yeah, they're, you know, it's and who does. Yeah. Who does though seem to be like, you know, legitimately trying to do better uh, than their, than their, their, their forefathers. But yeah, so it's it's complicated. I I imagine that Here Lies Love is probably not going to get there, <laughs> um, which is fine. I think it's fine. They've had enough of the Marcoses. It'd be like a you know, like I have to imagine like Evita doesn't particularly do well in Argentina. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's hard to say. I mean, the last revival was the first ever time we had someone of Argentinian descent play Eva, ever. Right. <laughs> Yeah, which is wild. Um, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I, I mean, that goes into, it goes into all those, it goes into all those elements, aspects of the conversation, which is like, uh, I don't think you should censor art. I think art should be allowed to be, I think art should be allowed to exist. So there's that. Can you do art showcasing terrible people objectively terrible people there's no like middle ground fortunately it's not like there's some people un you know except unless they're extremists like who are like yeah marcos great ferdinand marcos my boy um <laughs> you know there's nobody like that but there is kind of a, a a a strange fascination of of imelda even if there's people who are like she was terrible she's a terrible person fine yeah I think she's a character worthy of study. I think she's she's a she's a and 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 makes for a brilliant musical. Oh, absolutely. I think I agree with so, you. So yeah. I mean I would argue that like a lot of really great musicals are 
about villains ultimately you know i mean we're talking about talking about uh, a couple of them right here sweeney todd you know yeah um and and parade there's no villains in parade except for the everyone's people who, the who like, but everyone's the villain the at the very least you know it's interesting that like lucille and leo frank like at least the way they are in the musical they're not good people you know yeah. they're 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 they kind of suck yeah but it is still like the principle of the thing of like this person seems to have been wrongfully you know accused and arrested and, and now convicted. is going to be and and yes. killed and then killed for it and that's wrong but that also speaks nothing to their character you know um and so it's just it's just interesting um that uh Imelda would be singled out it's yeah. <laughs> like um Oh no, we shouldn't do a musical about this. It's like you've fucking done musicals about villains for years. Like, yeah. don't tell me that this this is the one that you have a problem with. Well, and all of I mean, just for the record, all of my favorite theater has always been about how there is no such thing as ultimate good and ultimate evil. Everyone yeah. has the potential to do both and does mm -hmm. on a regular basis. And it's all about how you deal with it and how you approach tiny situations, not big mm -hmm. ones tiny ones it's all about how you approach a daily life that determines whether you're a good person or not and all of the shows that i saw deal with that mm -hmm. a little bit and here lies love deals with that in a very upfront way and like yeah the, the thing is is there are moments where you find yourself swept up with the excitement which was so purposeful sure that's that's absolutely what you're supposed to do and it and it's also like it, it, dramaturgically it, it, you're supposed to do that too that's why it's yeah. in a nightclub that's why like the audience is being moved around yep that's why you're like relentlessly browbeaten with like sound and lights and like all these messages and it's like a bunch of different people very quickly giving you sound bites it's like nino yakino has like a point and then as soon as he as soon as you're like oh maybe there is something oh no we gotta move we gotta move now and he's gone you know mm -hmm. it's like there's a point to that and yep. um and yeah i think it's a little silly but i mean you know but that's that's the reactionary uh reactionary culture around art especially these days which is like um without that context everybody's like well you shouldn't you shouldn't do that about uh this monster you know it's like you have a the most popular netflix series right now of all time is Dahmer like fuck you like come on like let 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 us do like uh, a story because it does I'm, start to reek of racism <laughs> it does well and I like I one of the musicals that I'm currently working on is about a horrifying psychopath prisoner in the 50s in Montana who ended up taking an entire town by hostage and yes people died and yes yeah. real families were affected but my show is about them it's about how they deal with this and how they dealt and how so many people managed to survive in spite of horrifying odds yeah and like that's that's what here lies love is about too is the fact that the filipino people were able to triumph in spite of this horrifying yeah regime yeah and it's um yeah i i i, I don't know i think it's a uh I think it's a uh I, I just think it's a good fucking story and it and it's worth telling. It's worth um 
it's worth contemplating and recon recontextualizing in this way not recontextualizing as in like i'm manipulating it for a specific message but i'm recontextualizing it as like a musical which is accessible which is like yes. you know i mean that's the the thing too is like uh, like we do that all the time like i mean f fucking hamilton is about like yeah, he had some good ideas, but Hamilton's the fucking villain of his own of his own of his own show. Like, yes. we we have to um we have to be okay with that. Yep. Well, and like <laughs> I mean the people who are who are really vehemently against it, they have valid points and I completely understand, but at the end of the day, are you going to try and censor art or not? Because at the end of the day, we have no control over how people react. We have none. Yeah. None whatsoever. That's part of why we do it. But I think that's also that's a that's a larger conversation of people's illiteracy with media consumption mm -hmm. because it's it's not the creator's job to uh, be responsible for how people react to it. No. You know, you, you can't. You're, be. Your reaction, your reaction is your reaction. That's the 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 creator's job is just to get a reaction, is just to elicit one. Mm -hmm. If we're not eliciting reactions, then then there's what no point. Yeah, there's doing? no point. But if you're going, you can and you can also go be going for specific reactions for sure. That's what comedy is like. I'm hoping everybody laughs, you know, at this. Yep. Um, but in general, it's just uh, a reaction. And how you how you react and how you manage that, that's you know, personal responsibility. And the problem with a lot of uh, our society and 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 culture around it is that they're we're very bad at consuming media, and we blame the creators. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and I always applaud a little bit and celebrate a little bit for the most part I mean, there are some exceptions but for the most part i always celebrate a little bit when i hear stories of like like this sort of negative feedback or whatever gets back to the creator and the creator's like okay <laughs> like, oh, 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 yeah what do you want me to do about it <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not changing shit it's already out there so okay don't see it <laughs> and if you have seen it and you want to complain about it forget about it like what are what if you didn't like it and you have a negative reaction it, it's the same thing it's like 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 i have the same conversation about it all the time in comedy which is like you know yeah some sometimes you're going to offend and i do think in that one it's it's you know comedians should be mindful of certain things mm -hmm. but people can take offense of anything yeah, so if that's their reaction ultimately the comedian has to say, well, then, then there's nothing I can do about that. I'm sorry. And um, if you um, want to continue to have a reaction like that, I, my recommendation is just forget it. Like, leave, yeah. Go think about something else then. Well, and furthermore, <laughs> unpack what upset you. Unpack why. Unpack why yeah. you are having these feelings. Because like, right. if I had been worse at consuming media, I might have hated Parade because of the way it made right. me feel. Yeah. But because I am quote unquote, certifiably on paper, an expert in musical theater. <laughs> I 
You could say was, it because you're woke. <laughs> because I'm woke. No, I was just referring to no. the master's degree. No, I know. Yes, I mean. yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> but like, I like the contrast of your master's degree behind you, and the then me and my picture of just Carmen San Diego. <laughs> I love it. I I love it so much, and my very and this, gay paintings. Yeah, you have gay painting, gay paintings in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I have. Sense. I have. Waldo and Carmen San Diego in one picture. Amazing. And then I have a still life of Mario. Uh, this is like a Mario mushroom <laughs> and a fire flower. <laughs> and then, uh, and then this is a still from Spirited Away. <laughs> but yeah, I I relish anyway. being uncomfortable in that situation yeah. because that's exactly what was supposed to happen. You right. were supposed to feel uncomfortable because this mm -hmm. kind of thing in that opening number is still fucking happening right mm -hmm. now to this day. Yeah. Well, and that's what we're running into, right? Is like, mm -hmm. uh, is 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 lack of like, ge people's general lack of accountability, and um, they don't want to confront those real feelings, and then they exaggerate that too. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I can't believe all these shows and whatever are getting political, and like they're so woke, and it's like they've no, always been that way. They've you always <laughs> been that way. Yeah. It's like my fate. My favorite is always uh, my favorite's always. I don't know when Star Wars got all political, and everybody's like, "Well, war is literally in the title." So, <laughs> like, and it was literally the Empire and yeah. the rebels. Yeah, war. Wars is in the title. It's in a two-word title. I would argue it's about fifty percent at least of Star Wars <laughs> is the war. <laughs> I would say seventy-five percent because no one cares about the star. Nobody, you do like, even see stars in Star Wars? No, no. <laughs> you see one, and it's a Death Star. It's, it's not. Like, it's no moon. It's like Star Wars <laughs> is what we're, yeah. we're worried about. Right. Stars should be little, and then yeah. the war should be bigger. <laughs> yeah, it should. It should. Anyway, but on to the other um, part of the controversy. Yeah. yeah, too long of a rant, by the way. <laughs> too long. Too long of a rant. Sorry, everyone. Um, no such thing. They know what uh, they're signing up for. <laughs> <laughs> but the other part of it is, uh, so the whole controversy of like, um, I'm interested in where you would stand on this too, because as, as someone who uh, has, has you know, uh, knowledge and, and loyalty to both camps of like, a, of like uh, an art, like performance, but also like, you know, instrumentalists, accompanists, uh, uh, musicians. <laughs> yeah, and unions. Yeah, unions is the third part. But like, but like, you've also got the context of what Here Lies Love is as a show and what the, and the, the, it is not, because I think like the problem that I see is like a lot of people contextualizing it as it's a, it's a way for them to cut corners. And the first thing they did was cut musicians. And it's like, no, no the show was conceived this way to this way you have to have respect for that vision. And I've been told now multiple times on the internet, uh, well, then just don't do the show. And it's like, do you hear yourself? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, first of all, the show has been delayed 10 years because nobody wanted to, nobody wanted to do the show the way that it is supposed to be done. Yep. You know, or, could. and, or could be done. And, uh, yeah, and there's already there's already a huge financial risk because they're cutting off they're cutting out that capacity anyway, you know. Um, so, uh, 
it just is exhausting. <laughs> it, is ex- it is exhausting. And honestly, it has torn me in twain. Because sure. I've seen the show. I know how yeah. incredibly powerful the moment that they are talking about is as a result of not having any instruments until that moment. Right. I am 100% aware of what that does. And I, I, I do, I completely understand and respect the creators. I think David mm-hmm. Byrne could have handled it better. Calling the union's gatekeepers was not a good move. It's not a good move. Not a good when move on old, David Byrne. That's when his old British white guy is showing. Yeah. But uh, it's so, but it's also so, ups- I think that reaction is upsetting. For everything. And also, and also, it's a little weird because he just did American Utopia, which is almost just all a band. Like it's yep. just all musicians. So it's like, on one hand, David Byrne of all people would not be the one cutting out an orchestra, you know, it, like David Byrne would be like, ah, fuck musicians. It's like, no, he, he, he just did American Utopia. You know how much he loved, like he is a musician, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, but that reaction was also poor, but it's, but it's like you said, it's old white guy. <laughs> At the end of the day, David Byrne is still primarily he's, he's an, an old, old white, white guy. guy. <laughs> and they they have, on Reddit, have done a lot of calling the creators Lily White, which is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is true. Yeah. Um, we are unfortunately still not in a place in society where Broadway producers would even think about telling the story with Filipino creators. And that makes me very right. sad. Yeah. But at least they're using their privilege for good. Um, yes. However... At I, least they're casting. At least they're casting a lot of Filipinos. All Filipinos, supposedly. All Filipinos, incredible. Supposedly all Filipinos. That's, um, what, that's my hope. And I just, I, I love so many of these people. I, but I also understand where the musicians are coming from. Yeah, and like, absolutely. I, I know people who are members of the union and who are having mm-hmm. a really hard time with it. And it's like, yeah. I, I understand that too because, like, this is something that should have been talked about months ago. Right. And like, are the musicians right? Yeah, they are. Technically, this whole show could be played by live musicians in another room and it would sound the same. Yeah. It would. So like, I, it has torn me in half and it's exhausting. And I just, I am so tired. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm still going to go see this show. Of course. So this is where the intersectionality for it uh, uh, crosses for me, right? Mm -hmm. Which is ultimately... Yes, I, uh, I I agree with you and I sympathize as well with like the unions and with the musicians. I think that's important. I think, I think it, you know, I don't think it should be a worry because there have been other shows like this before, like that have had to do like special, what is it called? Like special contract. event or whatever, special contract to do like no orchestra. You know, there there have been other shows. This is not the first show that's done this. I don't think Contact had an orchestra, did it? No, Contact didn't have an orchestra. So Contact had to be under a special arrangement for for that to have no orchestra. But other shows have done this for more limited runs. So this would probably be the first, like, in since Contact, really, like the first, like, long-standing sitting production. But I think a lot of people within the union, I think, are reacting as if this is going to set a precedent. And I don't think that is what is happening. Again... But again, because I have the context of the show, a lot of your a lot of shows are still being made like this season, you know, with or like it's still very necessary. It's like Here Lies Love is an exception. Yeah, exactly. Here Lies Love is an exception. It's not the rule. Yeah. And then here's the intersectionality of it, 
which is ultimately and 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 you know maybe there's dis- maybe there be some contention about this um but uh, i think what we were just talking about which is like i have no responsibility for how you react to this but m- i think that ultimately um race trumps occupation so the fact that this is a controversy over a filipino story i would say fuck you mm-hmm. let that sh- let this show happen the way that it needs to happen and 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 protest and picket a different show because again and the reason that i bring up like this has happened with other shows previously is like i don't remember that much controversy about things like this i don't know why it's coming up now with here lies love i know so you know um yeah so that's my like that's my like ultimate thing about it i i I know there's more nuance and complications to it and 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 like you among others are like i have friends who are like musicians and and in the and in the union as well and and i get that but it's also like i i i I want this story more than uh and you're right yeah more than this fight employment it always has yeah it always has (laughs) (laughs) so I'm gonna make yeah. that my point from now on. <laughs> but also, I mean, like it's we are in also in a season where we are having the biggest orchestras we have seen since the original premieres. Like yeah, like twenty six in Sweeney Todd, which is remarkable. And like That's it's a limited incredible. run, but still incredible. And it's like I yeah. am shooting for the biggest orchestras that I can muster in my shows. Like yeah. because I love live music and I love that part of it. And like that's not my aesthetic but do i completely understand why this show did that yes yes because yes, I do. because it's correct because it, it, you you have to have the context of the show again it's a club setting you're supposed to be in this electronica dance club in the karaoke club in the philippines like it's not a live band i'm no. sorry no. it it it, it then, uh, yeah you know the musicians are incredible and they're talented but and they then... Yeah. And it would sound great. It would sound you're you're right. I agree with you. It sounds great. But that's not the same. <laughs> it's not. Um, and it just wouldn't compare. Yeah. No. Um well, and it's just it makes the last moment, which they've even spoiled in some of the articles articles. Yeah. It makes the last moment so incredibly powerful and so incredibly moving. Yep. And it just in a way that you're not ready or expecting. Yeah. Because all even of a sudden, if they, this, yeah. this person who hasn't been singing, this person right. who is kind of guiding the chaos all of a sudden comes down and becomes a human being right he's been rocking out behind a table (laughs) the whole time oh god it's just i i will say it before and i will say it again i saw that show 60 sometimes yeah i never got tired of it ever it's great i wish i could have seen it more Mm -hmm. it's a great show i i hope it i hope it gets to happen the way that it's intended to um i again i sympathize with the with the union i i i don't imagine that it's becoming a trend i don't think here lies love is marking a precedent and if because it is, as you and sorry. if it is then you yeah if it is then you fight it later and you you know uh, i, I just say, yeah if it is we'll just have to make sure to write shows that require orchestras yeah and and it, but it's like you said, like there's there's all these shows that are nominated this year with the biggest orchestras, and it's like, 
okay, so it doesn't seem, it seems like we're okay. I'm like, you I know? had a huge orchestra too, and it was amazing. Yeah. We loved it. We loved every second of it. So I feel like you'd be okay with one show doing this. Again, I don't think it's the precedent that people think it is. Um, because the other thing too, it's hard to do. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like not everybody can all, I think the other part of this argument is that I think it's undercutting the amount of artistry that went into doing what David Byrne did with Here Lies Love, which is that... Well, and Fatboy Slim, too. And Fatboy Slim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it it is an incredible arrangement and it is an incredibly, like, moving uh, flow. You know, it flows so well. It 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 fights the performers when it's supposed to it war- it glides with the performers when it's supposed to and it's all prearranged it's like you know i don't know how much control they have over like stopping and starting or like whatever but it's like i feel like once it starts going it's like this this it's plane's this plane's going yeah this plane's going until we stop um which i fucking love that's also cool about it you know um so yeah <laughs> I just get very fired up about your life. <laughs> I mean, me too. It's I have gone on record many times saying it's one of my favorite things that has ever happened. Oh, yeah. To me, I am so privileged that I got to see it as many times as <laughs> yeah. I did, and it fundamentally changed me as an artist and a person. It right. did. Yeah. So I guess also I will say, like at the end of the day, I think very similar to our Tony's discussion, which is like if they end up having to relent and do it with some sort of live accompaniment. Um, and that happens. It's still a fucking great show. It's still it like there. The, it, yeah, please go. Please support it. it. It is. It's still going to be like a moving show. I, I know like at least the cast that has been announced that's returning so far is like it's fucking worth it just for them alone, you know, <laughs> um, and I'm sure whoever they get for like Imelda is going to be great um because uh, they 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 batted a thousand so far every melda i've seen uh is it's, incredible it's, what's her face ariel jacobs oh my god that's right oh <gasps> i am and dead i am I, dead same, now same i am and a ghost our <laughs> our darling oh i just had a stroke oh no <laughs> <clears throat> Oh my God, brain. Who are you talking about? Which character? I am talking about Nino's mom. Oh, Leah Salonga. It's Leah Salonga. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I literally saw her face, heard her singing. She was singing to yeah, me of personally. Course. She was singing that song because I am so familiar with her voice. I can hear her voice singing that song. Although I am hoping that at some point Natalie can return. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because she'd be great. I. But I, I know Leah. I don't know if she's in the business anymore because I haven't heard from her in a long time. But I know Leah is not. It's a limited run for her. It's like yeah, six. It like she's in the first six weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that Maria Cristina can come back at some point, and you know, because she's currently on tour with Hades Town, and I think J JG is in Shucked. Uh, JG actually be... just left Shucked. Her last performance oh. was yesterday. She's she's joining again. So she is she oh. is back in the dance club. Oh my god. <laughs> we love it. We, we love, love it. it. We love it. But yeah, uh, I mean at the end of the day, please go. Yeah. Please, please support live theater, even if it has been 
a contentious ride getting there in the last couple of weeks, please buy tickets. Please go. Please yeah. support the show. Know, and you it know will what? Change you in ways that I cannot even imagine. Yes, agreed. And you know what? Honestly, to the the to me at least, the debate about it is progressive in a way. Like I think it is a it is a worthy discussion. I just I just fall very hard on one side of it, but I don't see it as an invalid you know, like a silly, you know, it's not like, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a, an example that would be relevant, but like, I can't think of anything, but it, it is a worthy, it is a thing worthy of debate of unions and, and, and the value of musicians who are invaluable um, and shows that, that utilize them and, and, and take full advantage of them. Um, I fully like support the, the grounds of this debate again, I just fall and, very hard on one yeah. side. Well, and part of me is just really pissed off at the producers, except LaShawn's. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, never LaShawn's. <laughs> no, no, never LaShawn's. She is perfection personified. And she's a co-producer on Kimberly Akimbo, too. So. Oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know that. But, That's awesome. But it's like they knew this was coming. They they yeah. know about these, these union holds they know about right. all of the things that can happen and it's yeah. like there are other ways you could have gone about this including yeah. just paying the 13 musicians to sit around and be on call you can do right. that that's been done yeah. in theater history you could have worked yeah, yeah. that into the budget and it wouldn't have been a big deal at all why right. did you wait until now two weeks before opening i also but that's that's the other thing cameron if you can maybe you can explain this to me because I, I i don't know this i don't understand this I would think that this has already been like I, I my understanding was that we only found out about it like two weeks ago. But Maybe. like my understanding is that like because I think that would be crazy if like and that might have been didn't purpose. they like arrange all these contracts and like you'd think I like, feel like this was done months ago, you know, like say, like fire your general manager. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, what I'm saying is like. I feel like behind the scenes, this has already been figured out. They weren't going to use mu musicians. They already had it out with the union and like have come up with the arrangement and we just don't know it. We're just not privy to it. And then we found out about it because Here Lies Love got announced and it wasn't announced with an orchestra and everybody was like, why doesn't it have an orchestra? And then we found out, oh, they're not using one. And then, so or, now the general public has come up. Or, or did they really, yeah, or leaked, but did they no but i mean like i purposefully can't leaked sure purposefully yeah sure but i mean like there's no way that they didn't do this already before weeks I, before opening i would hope <laughs> right not. i would hope not oh my god we forgot to hire a band <laughs> like, you know what i mean <laughs> oh like you know <laughs> we should have gotten these permissions months ago it's yeah it's like a wedding you know like uh yeah Somebody, somebody didn't get invited to the wedding, but the husband, being, yeah, but pissy. right, and now they're being pissy. But the bride and groom like made their peace about it, but like months ago. I think to even <laughs> book the theater, they would have had. That's to. what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, it's, yeah, like, these are all well-known union rules. Right, is that you know, it's it's by audience size. That's the required right. number of musicians is the audience size. Yep. So that's like, what I mean. When the show got booked and 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 the theater said, "All right, we can." Yeah, finally, ten years later, yeah, let's do the show here. We'll gut the we'll gut it so it can be the club scene. You know, that's going to be reduced capacity, but that's fine. We'll take on the difference. We're confident 
let's do it and then arrange everything and then they're and that at that point that's when they're like yeah there's gonna be no band oh <laughs> you know like that's where we have that discussion mm-hmm. i can't imagine it was just brought up two weeks ago and that's why we all found out either. about it <laughs> but who knows <laughs> it's insane behavior <laughs> it, it is but stranger things have happened i mean you know yeah and also the because director of Gat- did ask because of gatton matarazzo stranger things have happened. Uh, it's true hey it's true and the director Hey-o. did ask us to stop the air traffic over the Delacorte. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> anything is possible. Sure. sure. I feel like the, per- the the man who asks me to stop air traffic over the Delacorte would, would head this off at the pass. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You're right. You know? <laughs> I was just, I was just... Yeah, I just love that. I oh, I will never forget that. It, <laughs> it's it's one of my like, I uh, it's one of my like imagining a celebrity at their lowest point. <laughs> like that's how I will imagine him at his lowest point is him <laughs> haphazardly walking out and be like, "Can you <laughs> can you tell these helicopters?" <laughs> it's like what? No, tell them what? <laughs> and also how? <laughs> I mean, I think it would be a 10-year legal process, but you could probably make over the Delacorte in no-fly zone, but only the Delacorte. Like, there would still right. you'd still be able to hear and see everything that's surrounding air happening. traffic. You have yeah. surrounding air traffic that won't go over the Delacorte. That's weird. Because it's the largest city in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Also, also, that was the only time I ever heard helicopters. Yeah. In my, in my three years of going up to the park. <laughs> it, was just, it was because like it was because all of a sudden we were all made aware and i, I right. heard them more after that but it was like i didn't notice before it's like you can yeah. hear the taxis honking from 86th street come on <laughs> come on calm down central anyway. park west it's a busy avenue <laughs> yeah um yeah but anyway that's my uh that's that this has been your tony moment from omnibilateral panic moment. <laughs> we are super excited yeah please support your theaters both nationally and locally wherever you can please make art we want to make art make art and if you can't donate and if you can't donate because you don't you know funds are strapped um just appreciate just appreciate art just appreciate appreciate it partake in conversations like this because yeah important please um I'm not going to say politely, but in a way that does not insult other people's intelligence. Right. Yeah. Be, be, be polite, be respectful, even if you do have strong opinions. Um, But, and also um, like we did today uh, in, in the Tony, uh, in the Tony's um, uh, uh, part of this conversation. uh, Also just make wild conjectures about things. (laughs) And also, just have fun. <laughs> also, as we did, be happy for everybody because some yeah, of these dreams yes. are coming true this weekend. Yeah. That's no matter what, somebody's dreams are coming true. And I am so mm-hmm. stoked about that. Yeah. Oh, it's like, and it's like you said, someone's going to win and that's going to be awesome. It you is. know, someone has to win. So I'm, that's great. I'm so stoked that someone's going to win. Hopefully, someday it'll be us. <laughs> I hope someday that like I am up against all of my dearest friends because I cannot imagine a better May spent than doing Tony season with all of my dearest friends. Oh, that would be fucking cool. Category. That would be so cool. Right? 
Um, all I've the never in the events and celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it sounds awesome. Even if I lost everything, don't care. Hell yeah. No, yeah, you get to do all the you get to do all the Tony stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I would do it. Please put me in a show, Cameron. Okay. Can do. <laughs> Thank you. Or you know what? Let's just write a bunch of stuff and then we'll have one of my shows and one of our shows and then one of your shows great. and okay, one of great. Tesha's shows all in the same season. <laughs> yes, that's what I yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, because... maybe let's get let's get two. We need two more people on board. Let's try and let's try and make friends. Let's try and have a devised friendship with two more people because Wait, um, well, so we that have, we can Molly. We have oh, okay, perfect. We have, oh, perfect. Actually, just we can use our guests. Actually, Kathleen's gonna Kathleen's guests. gonna direct Kathleen's gonna direct all our shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah molly's got to write uh at least one because i'm saying that for the nominations they always they they we end up with the top five so i would yeah. like us to be like i would like to shut out the category <laughs> let's do it okay, let's fucking great. do it baby <laughs> you heard um, it here first uh, coming 2027 <laughs> yep here we go um i have been david armstrong and i would like to tell you that the tony's is short for anthony's <laughs> <laughs> Antoinette, actually. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it just it makes not me, anymore, baby. <laughs> it makes me giggle endlessly that Antoinette went by Tony. I love it. Yeah. And Tony with a Y. <laughs> oh, incredible. <laughs> Eliza with a Z, Tony with a Y. We could do a whole series. <laughs> we could. We could. I've been Cameron Faring, and I just apparently observed now at this moment that the Ooh. the switching of the vowels and the consonants in names used to be a lot more common. Oh, because of no, it's not now because of the because of the names you had to read. <laughs> well, I mean, like I have a student named Abigail, and I abbreviated oh. Abby the traditional way, and she was like, "No, it's ABI." And I was like, fascinating. Oh. Whereas my dad was oh, Gerald, but went by Jerry with a J, even though Gerald was with a G. And Antoinette Perry went by Tony, Tony. with a Y, with a y. even y. though Antoinette is obviously an I. Right. And if I were Antoinette. to shorten, Ant <laughs> yeah, if I were to shorten Antoinette, it would also be uh, Antoine or yeah. Nettie. <laughs> or Auntie. <laughs> Auntie would be cool too. Or Nettie. Nettie is, yeah, Nettie is the best one. Yeah, I think Net, a neti pot. <laughs> Is that named after her too? <laughs> oh my god, you want a neti? <laughs> That's for the theater. <laughs> you can win a neti pot. <laughs> I mean, I'd take it. The golden neti pot goes the to golden neti pot. <laughs> Kimberly Akimbo. <laughs> Thank God. Anyway, <laughs> this has been lovely, pal. Uh, oh, I loved it. I loved too. it. We love you all. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>